Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, hello. Welcome back once again to Inner Bloom Podcast. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hi, everybody. And we are so so excited. This is like something that is going to be right up our audience's alley. Um, We have today Alexis Jackson, who is also known as the Glamour Witch, going to be talking about um, glamour magic, I'm assuming. Is that what we call it? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Welcome. Welcome, Alexis. We're so, so happy to have you. And um, since you're, this is your first time on the podcast, we would love to hear just a little bit more about your background, who you are, how you came to be doing this, and how you came to be the Glamour Witch. Yes. So, I mean, man, that's <laughs> that's a lot. That's a, right. <laughs> a big thing. Um, well, so I, I didn't always – practice magic. I I honestly didn't see myself going into witchcraft. I grew up in a very Christian home. And so uh, I never would have guessed that this would be where I'd be at right now. I also came to Los Angeles where I live now to pursue musical theater and acting and singing. So my I was there was nothing on the board for me spiritually. Um, but as you know, many of us have a spiritual awakening that literally derails our entire life mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <Yeah>. because spirit <laughs> has other plans and what they want is first, right? So um, I had a spiritual awakening in early 2014 and it, wow. you know, I lost five people in a month's time, five people wow. had died. Oh, I'm and, so sorry. Yeah, it was crazy. And I was in college at the time. And so I, I, before I moved to Los Angeles, I had like kind of denounced all spirituality because of, you know, religious trauma. And I just felt like Christianity was very judgmental and it didn't really make any sense. And it hadn't really answered any of the questions that I had about life and any of my spiritual experiences. So I just came to LA and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to be a good person. I'm going to work on my shit and I'm going to be a fucking rich ass motherfucker at the same time. (laughs) I'm not going to worry about any of this. Right. And so this universe almost took that as the opportunity, like, okay, so she's a clean slate now. We can we can jump in, right? And so they plunged me into this very intense spiritual evolution before I really had any tools, right? Like people are very lucky now to have access to a lot of spiritual information, teachers, coaches, gurus, books. I mean, and it's all over the place in your damn face. Mm-hmm. But at that time, 
there was nothing, right? So I was just kind of going through my personal hell. And um, so I met somebody, I was in college and she was into like astrology and things of that nature. And she kind of saw that I was going through a hard time. And one day she invited me over to her house. Um, she's like, you have to meet my mom. She's really, really nice. And we'll have margaritas and we'll talk and we'll just, you know, have a girl's night, right? And I was like, yes, margaritas, let's do it. I'm I'm on board. <laughs> That's all you to say was margaritas. So I go to her mom's house in the Hollywood Hills and I'm like, damn, I didn't know you, I didn't know you had like this. We had LACC, like you, your mom's kind of living high on a hog. Like we were eating beanies and weenies and she's up here in the hill. So I walk into this beautiful mansion. And as soon as I walk in, there's like spirits in the space and I could totally see them and feel them. And I always had spiritual abilities, but I'd never been in a space where the spirits were like not only there, but aware of me. And then everybody else also knew that the spirits were there hanging out, right? And so I'm walking in here and I'm like, this is not what I wanted. <laughs> I was really just hoping for midnight margaritas and <laughs> some time with the girls. Like what's going on, this is giving ghost hunters. So <laughs> she, her mom comes out, this beautiful like Leo woman, loved her so much, amazing energy. She's like, well, let me show you the house. And she's taking me over here and I'm looking around, there's all these spirits everywhere. And I'm like, okay, what the hell is going on? And finally take me to the backyard. And there is this like back house area and it's like vibrating with energy. And again, I had no spiritual beliefs really at that point, but I could still feel that there was something interesting happening in this room. And they were actively avoiding taking me there. Although it was like right in the center of the backyard and can't really avoid it. So I was like, finally, I was like, what's up with this room? Like, what's going on? And they're like, um, okay, let's take you in. So they both go in first. And as soon as I walk in the door, it's like electricity hits my body and I get jolted with all of this, like, I don't even know how to explain it, but everything that I had been holding onto, all of the pain, all the frustration with my life, everything, a dam broke and all the emotional energy poured out of me and I began to cry like I was an infant child. Like I had just been born, a, a cry that I hadn't ever heard myself cry. I, I'm pretty sure that that's what I sounded like when I came out of my mom's vagina. So <laughs> I was like, it was, it was like I was being reborn in this energy. And so I'm on the grass in front of the, you know, back house area in the fetal position. And when I finally was able to like catch my breath and like come back to life or whatever, I look up and my friend's mom goes, okay, so you're ready to come into the room now. And I'm like, what you mean I'm ready to come into the room? <laughs> What's going on? So I walk into the room again and this time, it was like I had taken the first breath I had ever taken. Like I had been holding my breath my whole life prior to that moment. Mm -hmm. And I was finally able to breathe. I felt this weight had lifted off of me. I feel like I could just float off the ground. And she goes, I'm a shaman. And this mm -hmm. is where we do our spiritual healing in this room. And I'm looking around the room and there's all these different pieces from all over the world and there's crystals and there's incense burning and there's like our infrared sauna and there's all types mm. of crazy stuff in the room. And she's like, you couldn't come in here because your vibration was not 
mm-hmm. high enough to be in the space. And so what the space does is it purges that out of you so that you can be a vibrational match to receive the healing. And so we avoided this because we knew you weren't, you didn't come here for this. Yeah. <laughs> right. But your guides needed you to come here and do this. And for the next two, three months, I would come back and they would teach me all about spirituality, healing, metaphysics. I learned about crystal energy, manifestation, spirit animals. I learned about all these different things in a short amount of time that one piece together a lot of the things that had happened to me in my childhood and bring more awareness to where it was that I was at currently. And ultimately it would lead me into magic and witchcraft and also just healing in general. But that was like the big transformational moment that kind of made me realize like, oh my gosh, it was like, I was viewing the world in black and white and someone gave me technicolor glasses. And you know, you really can't go back after that. There's (laughs) absolutely no going back. So eventually I just started kind of to branch out and I tried Wicca for a little bit, which wasn't my vibe and, uh, you know, went in so many different directions, but glamour magic always kind of was there because I was a performer. Right. Mm. And so as an artist, as a singer, I'm on stage, you know, I'm in front of the crowd, you know, I'm really trying to amplify this energy. And it wasn't until I want to say maybe five years after I had started that someone had said something to me like, you're you're like a glamorous witch. And I was like, Mm. "Ooh, (laughs) I like that name. And and then it kind of started to merge me into it. But I hadn't recognized that I had been practicing glamour magic for a long time. And so I started to kind of plunge myself into the world of glamour magic and the beauty of that and also recognize how a lot of professional singers and artists and musicians who I love were also practitioners um, in in secret in in the the broom closet. Right. And so it really made me very fascinated about glamour magic specifically, thus birthing the glamour witch, but also allowing me to recognize the immense power that glamour magic had to help me transform how I was even viewing myself and what beauty actually is and was for me so that I could actually stand before people and not crumble under the light, but let my light be brighter than the light that was being shined on me. So it's really transformed my entire life. It's given me, you know, the business and the platform that I have now. And it's also served me in music. You know, it's helped me to really find my voice and um, speak my truth and be unafraid of how I'm received. Um, Because again, back in that time, it was not popular to be a witch. It was not safe to be Mm -hmm. a witch. And so, you know, I'm so happy that I'm happy that we're at that place now, you know, but uh, there was a time where I was like, I don't know how I'm going to be an open practitioner and a professional musician. Like, how is this going to work? And here we are in 2023. (laughs) You're such a perfect uh, example of why it's like so senseless at this point to try to like even ask somebody like a kid like what do you want to be when you grow up it's like you might be a glamour witch musical artist but you don't even know that's a job so like right exactly exactly (laughs) that is an incredible beautiful story and like 
I, I feel like, I don't know. I was like seeing that, like, we, you're such a good storyteller too. I feel like I was, we were watching like a TV show. I was like, oh my God, this is yes. an amazing pilot yeah. episode. I was like, like where, I was yeah. like, what is in the room? Yeah, I can't yeah, wait yeah. to find out what is in this room. Is it a portal? Like what's happening? So, you know, what's interesting about that is that they told me that one, it was the people who lived and died on the property prior to them coming there. Some of them were ancestors and spirit guides of the people of the shamans that live there. But because they're shamans, mm-hmm. it's actually, it was actually Shaman Durek's house. I don't know if you guys know who oh, Shaman yeah. Durek is. Yeah. But it was his house and uh, she was like learning underneath him. So that's why she was there. there. But yeah, I mean, they access portals between worlds all the time. So there's all types of spirits in there. Everybody was super nice and super chill, but it was like, <laughs> why is there like a lady in the living room on the piano like y'all can see that right it's not just me <laughs> and they just were like yeah you know that's sharon like yeah. <laughs> sharon just lives yeah. here she hangs out on cool. the piano yeah. <laughs> she turns the lights off at night so we don't have to get up and do it like it was just very <laughs> normal like they were roommates so yeah they that's just hysterical. i think and i think too with the work that they do sometimes they do call upon the support of those spirits to raise energy to yeah provide healing whatever the case may be so they're all like i don't know on the payroll i guess that's <laughs> yeah. so la though i feel I like know. you know what i mean that's yeah that's well, it's also the afterlife it's yeah, also yeah. the afterlife just chilling they turn the lights off leave yeah, let them be exactly. well if you guys watch that show ghosts um yeah it's oh, very much yes. like that when they're like running the the bed and breakfast um <laughs> it's a group effort you know um <laughs> But um, wait, so let's – okay, so let's dive into a little bit more about, like, glamour magic, though, because okay. you've referenced this as, like, something that's been so beneficial for you, and obviously now it's something that you work with quite a bit in your yeah. work. Mm-hmm. But what yeah. is glamour magic? Like, if someone's listening to this for the first time and they're just like, that sounds fascinating, but what is it? What does it mean? What is right. it? So there are two different definitions that float around, and I think that, you know – um, when I first started, I wasn't a super fan of some of those definitions, but what I've realized, come to realize that it's much deeper than it, it just being a form of magic to highlight a person's physical qualities. Um, but it's something that highlights and enhances all parts of your being. So physical, mm-hmm. spiritual, emotional, intellectual, all the things, right, that make you who you are. It is a type of magic that accentuates and pulls it out, right? The same way that makeup is meant to accentuate and highlight your best qualities and features on your physical body glamour magic does the same on your inner soul as well and it can make you more physically attractive but what's the attraction isn't necessarily your face it's the energy that is being brought to the the forefront and being highlighted in that space so um for me glamour magic is a uh revealing of the soul and a, an acceptance of self and an appreciation of self and the beauty that you carry within yourself. So again, if you go on Pinterest, you might see something else. <laughs> and I think, that, I think that the reason why people don't reach for glamor magic in a serious way is because they assume that it's just about physical beauty and attraction to highlight and make your physical appearance more attractive instead of recognizing the deep transformation that can happen to you on a soul's level. So 
again, you can use it physically and it does and it is used physically, but it's so much richer than that. And that's kind of how it's transformed my life and how I teach it um, to my students. And that's what really attracted me to you. I know that's what we're talking about, but I went down this like <laughs> rabbit hole when I found you on TikTok and I looked at a lot of your videos and I love the way that you describe how to use glamour magic and what it is because I've never heard it really vocalized in that way. And when you said used to help with confidence and um, exude your own essence, I was like, I, I want to talk need. to her. <laughs> yep, I need it. I need it. Everybody else needs it. I don't know one person that doesn't need this. So I was hoping you would say that because that is in a lot of your videos um, and we're going to have all of your social media platforms in the links. So please go check her out. But the way that you describe it is so eloquent and so um, beautifully said that it's really interesting. And thank you. And this is also like such a, this is so relevant because I don't know why, but the other day I was thinking about beauty and I was thinking about what makes someone beautiful. And I was flashing back to in college, there was this girl, she was kind of like an acquaintance. She would, she would always come around and I always, I wasn't trying to be mean or any, I was, I would just kind of say this to myself or maybe to my like roommates, but I was always like, what? Is it? Because no matter where she went, guys would just be obsessed with her. And I'm like, not that she wasn't cute, not that she wasn't attractive. It wasn't that. It was like, but why are you obsessed with her over everyone at this party? Right. I couldn't figure it out. You know, I, my, my, this is like, what, 15 years ago? I could not figure it out. And she popped into my head the other day and I was like, oh, it was her energy. It was her, like something about her energy was really overtaking our standards of beauty and just making her the most attractive person in the room. So can you talk a little bit about, um, I guess, how someone does tap into this glamour, glamour magic or like a glamour magic practice that someone could be doing, uh, that they don't know they could be doing. So I love that you shared that because that is like, that's something that I, personally the transformation or the step from letting this be a superficial like how i look thing to Mm -hmm. taking it to the core of myself was that leap right of recognizing that there are people who carry an energy and a vibration within themselves that doesn't have anything to do with how they physically show up and i had a similar thing where i was like there are some people that i'm surrounded by who i'm like what is it? You know, and like, I, I don't even like, I'm like, you're not even really that interesting, but like, what is it that you're like, what is, I'm like, girl, tell me the secret. What's the yeah, sauce? Yeah, yeah. You know? And a lot of what I found was belief of self, right? Like, mm. they really truly knew themselves to the core. And like, that's always very sexy. It's when somebody is just certain of who they are and they show up with that energy. And then very rarely was it that they were practitioners of magic. A lot of them worked with their own org field and their energetic body. And they spent a lot of time um, visualizing the kind of dynamics that they wanted to be engaged in. And it like it almost was ah. in their energetic vibration, like, okay, these are the situations that my energy attracts. And so the people who could deliver that energetic alignment 
were the people who were coming. Not only that, you know, not always are you choosing those people, but the people who had the most likelihood of giving them that experience would come forward or people who also resonated with that energy, like, oh, I want to experience that, right? So they were able to kind of really suck the energy towards them almost like as a vortex, right? Um, and even when they're not dressed up, when they're not even intending to, when they don't have any magical intentions set. And so I always say the first way is to work with your auric field. Um, mm -hmm. It's kind of the, the best way. And in my um, personal opinion, aura work and glamour magic go hand in hand because of the fact that you are playing with energy and you are presenting your energy first before you're even presenting your physical body. So sometimes if I know I'm going to an event, <laughs> I'll send my energy there before mm -hmm. I arrive to kind of stamp and hold space for me, right? So that mm -hmm. I can kind of be encased in this vibrational frequency. And I do have a video up right now that I just recently uploaded talking about how to work with your aura and infuse it with things like color and uh, intention, words, symbols, sigils, whatever the case may be, infuse it in your auric field. It's a meditative practice. And this is something that I like to do on a daily basis because once you learn how to get really good at it, mm -hmm. you can kind of start your day while you're laying in bed and choose your color of today, right? What, the, what does that color represent for you, but also energetically and magically? And then do you see images in that? Do you see money <laughs> symbols in it? Do you see hearts or do you see an image of you like obtaining a certain desire or hitting one of your goals? And then wa watching it wash over you almost as though it's encasing you in this bubble, right? And allowing that to just merge with your org field and then kind of forgetting about it right that's kind of the hard part for a lot of people is to not lust for results and be hungry for something to happen in their physical reality you set it and kind of forget about it and kind of let the magic do its thing because we don't always know what it has to kind of go through in our energetic system to hit the way that we want it to, right? So sometimes people will do the exercise and they'll feel really good. They'll get the tingling sensations. They'll be like filled with this like just sexy energy. Sometimes people cry, you know, or they mm -hmm. become very emotionally sensitive in a way that they weren't expecting. They're like, I did this to be more happy, right? But what's happening is it's unearthing something that is in resistance or not in alignment to be addressed or to come forward or to be seen, right? So letting that be whatever that's going to be and holding space for all of the opportunities of how you're, you're gonna show up in that vibration is really the key component, right? And not lusting for the initial result because it will come. It's just not always, <laughs> it's not always the avenue that we think it's going to be to get us there. That was really game changing for me in my glamour magic work was the visualization of the colors that I wanna give off because we're always putting out energy even when we're not aware of it good, bad, and otherwise. Mm. And then I started learning how to send the energy to other people, you know? Mm. Um, I'm in the music industry, and so you can only imagine as a woman, <sighs> it's not always safe space, right? Yeah. And it's not always a good energy. And having a lot of energetic attention on you from men is not always a good thing, right? Mm -hmm. So I 
once I learned that I could make myself shiny and beautiful and attractive in all ways, I then had to learn how to tame the energies around me as well. Mm. So I got the opportunity from spirit to be in an environment with people who had very leaky auras, who were uh, energy vampires, who were chaotic in their vibration. And then what was I gonna do with that, right? Um, mm. And so I learned how to send colors and send energy to them to neutralize what it was that I was receiving from them so that I could be safe and also, or get away, you know, from the situation. Um, and even provide healing for people who are in a, a, a stressful emotional situation, you know, like there's nothing better than, you know, your friend is telling you a really awful story and you can tell that they're maybe about to have a panic attack and be able to stream some healing energy to help relax them, not to stop them from sharing, but to help them feel more safe to share this story and to open up a little bit more healing in the space. And also to even maybe protect your vibration from being disrupted by other people who might come in and derail what's what's happening. So there's a lot of like, for me, that's the daily practice that I do and participate in, but there's fun things too. Like I think the, the, the fun stuff people wanna know is like, how to imbue your makeup and your skincare routine with glamour magic and lighting candles and like color magic with your clothes and, and your, your accessories and enchanting things and working with the planet Venus, which is very popular uh, planetary energy for glamour witches. But I think at the core of it, when you can really get in control of that energy, you can kind of do anything <laughs> like you you kind of take your, yourself into another league um in all of your magical application and it's why i love glamour magic because it can be imbued in everything that you're doing whether it's attraction self-love confidence business influence uh protection and visibility you can really imbue that secret sauce in everything and i love that for myself and, and also for everybody who really taps into its true power. Mm, that is amazing. I love that so much because I feel like what you're saying, you tell me if I'm wrong, because this is what I've been asking my guides for. I'm like, I want to do this. I'm going to learn how to do this. I want to learn how to be able to control the energy in the room, not react to the energy in the room. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. yes. And I feel like what you're saying is glamour magic. You can do that. Yeah. Is that right? Is that Absolutely. what I'm understanding? Okay. Absolutely. And I think a part of it too comes from, um, you know, even too, like sometimes when I go into a room, I will pull the four corners of the room. If I, if I can see it, if right. I can't see it, but I almost pull energetically the four corners of the room to me to have control over the space, right? Mm. And so the center point is wherever I am in that vibrational frequency. But again, when doing this, there needs to be an intention, right? You're not right. just pulling energy towards yourself um, just because. Just I mean, because you wanna I mean, control you can, it. And yeah. I, think, I think sometimes I'm like, you absolutely can, but if you don't have a, 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 an intention, you can't attract unwanted attention and then you need to know how to handle that. And if you don't, then 
that's not the place you want to play with, right? You really want to focus on your energetic bubble, how to fine tune that and how to really encase yourself as a protective element, right? So nobody else's energy can penetrate either, right? You can hold yourself, but you, you know, we all know when you go to spaces, sometimes you meet a person and they're not really doing anything, but they're something about them is like draining you. It's like from you, right? And if you have leaky holes in your aura, or if you're uncertain about certain things, it can be very easy to be um, swayed and adjusted. But when you get really good at this work, you can almost see when other people are trying to send you colors and other people are trying to make you feel a certain way, you can almost identify it immediately and make the adjustments, right? And I always say to my students, you know, uh, the safe place to practice is with someone that, you know, you love and care about and who loves and cares about you and practice sending energy energy back and forth between you guys and see if they're getting those messages, you know, um, mm. and test it in a, in a safe environment with just one person. Yeah. Because sometimes, uh, we don't realize either we're sending too much energy or we're not sending enough. So there's a, there is a little bit of a learning curve here. And that's why I say do it on yourself first and be prepared for anything to happen because you might find that, you know, maybe pink isn't the color that you want to be giving off. Maybe you need to be giving off green, you know, maybe yellow isn't the energy for this work meeting. <laughs> maybe it's <laughs> right. blue, right? You know, and that's like hard to to really like, empower someone to know they have to experience that right because they also everybody's energy shows up a little bit differently with those colors because blue might mean something to me that doesn't mean that to you Mm, and that's just as important of information to to accumulate as it is to know what the color scheme of you know blue means peace blue means whatever or like green means money and abundance or whatever like we know those basic things in color magic but you also need to recognize your personal identification with that because it will add even more energy to the work and other people are going to feel that. So yeah, I think this is a great way of being able to have control over the room, but it does start with getting very clear about what that energy is when you carry it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is this also something, I mean, I'm assuming so, but like we're talking about affecting the energy in the room and like, being magnetic and attractive Mm -hmm. and and all of this but also like digitally right it's yes like social media and attracting a following and Mm -hmm. like well what are your thoughts on that does it work the same way or yes so i have a couple of things right so if you if anybody goes on my social media pages you'll and you'll go through the archives over the years i've talked about different types of techniques but for me with social media because i don't like fighting with the damn algorithm (laughs) like i'm just not with that like Mm -hmm. i i don't have energy or time for that but I've created magical servitors whose sole purpose, and I'll explain what magical servitors are. In a okay, thank you. Um, like, yeah, I, was like, I, I like that word. Okay. I, I saw the book. I was like, what We're is We're using that? a lot of um, big words here. No, go ahead. <laughs> I've created magical servitors or magical beings whose sole job is to make my videos more appealing to the right types of people who will either respond to the call to action in the video, who will utilize the knowledge that I'm providing in the right way, and who will like, comment, share, subscribe, whatever the case may be, that will bring more success and victory in terms of 
my numbers or whatever the case may be, right? And so, and there's different types of things. A magical servitor is a magical creature or a magical being or energy that you create start to finish and that you kind of birth into reality for a specific goal or intention. Sometimes people use it for personal development, for manifestation of a specific goal, to have influence over other people, or to give them a change in perception about what's happening, right? So you may have a magical servitor that makes you more persuasive when you talk, right? That makes your words more eloquent, makes you a better speaker. You might have one that helps you manifest a specific financial goal in your business or in your career or within yourself. You might have one that helps you with a bad habit. Maybe you smoke and you really have a lot of temptation around it because either you surround yourself with people who do or you've not mastered healthier you know, avenues, right? right? or you're trying to get healthy or whatever the case may be. And then there are just, I need to change the way that I'm seeing my life, right? Maybe I'm having negative thinkings about what it is that I'm capable of, and mm -hmm. I just can't get out of this. So I've created this magical servitor that is a, a servant to me, that is a pure existence and life mission is this one assignment. Some people give their magical servitors powers and abilities that they feel like will help them. Other times it's just about the purpose, right? And there are there is a magical process, and I do teach this in my course, of how you bring it to life and how you um, you know create it and also how you end its life cycle when the job is complete, right? Hmm. Called the kill switch. So you <laughs> know when it's done then they're done right and they are their sole purpose is to live to serve whatever it is that you've created for them so that's like one of the ways that i've helped myself in my business um and also just in social media and to make my my even my music as an artist really hit and resonate with the right types of people who understand me as an artist who are going to become super fans because they yeah feel the energy in the words that I'm speaking. I do a lot of work with angels as well. Um, some of my top top five angels would be Michael, Archangel Michael, uh, Raphael, Raziel, and Yofiel. And I speak a lot about Yofiel because uh, it's the archangel of beauty, right? Mm. And so not just in terms of physical beauty, and very rarely is it about physical beauty, but the beauty that exists within you and the opportunity to see beauty in all things in life, right? All mm. around you. It heightens your awareness of the beauty, right? So that you can then accentuate it and pull it out or appreciate it or recognize it. And it makes your life more beautiful in general, right? So I love working with that angel. Uh, Raziel is a really great angel to work with if you're trying to improve magic and manifestation as a whole or trying to get in contact with other angels. Very, very potent angel for that. Gabrielle um, is my go-to for healing um, and support of any heart issues. And um, Michael, <laughs> Michael's protection all day. Michael doesn't play. Michael will kick anyone's door down who's trying to mess. And I don't even, I mean, there's, that's a whole other video for a, another day talking about Archangel Michael, but um, you know, I, I fear anyone's safety who is messing with a person whose angel is Michael. Um, I'm sure you guys have maybe heard stories or seen pictures of even how Archangel Michael is depicted. Um, but these beings, I think everybody kind of sees angels as benevolent and like, mm -hmm. 
non-violent, but (laughs) they're heavy hitters and not to be played with. (laughs) Yeah, I've actually recently seen some imagery of angels that, or actually people that saw angels when they were like in some sort of like, you know, they um, had like an NDE or something. Mm -hmm. And they Mm -hmm. said they actually looked quite scary Um, (laughs) or like kind of like they were so big, but they kind of had scary faces, but like the wings as well. Yeah, I don't know. So okay. it's it's really interesting to like even if you look at the Bible's depiction of angels, it's not at all what I think any of us would think an angel would look like. But also, you would maybe think that that's not an angel and that it's a yeah. demon or something mm-hmm. crazy mm-hmm. or an alien or something. So um, I learned that very quickly too. Angel work actually changed my my glamour magic as well because angels don't have. And this sounds weird, but they don't have human emotional responses, right? Like they are compassionate to the humans, but they're they're kind of like rip the carpet up from the ground, like pulling it. They're they're not seeing that you want the least painful outcome. They're seeing mm-hmm. that you said you wanted this transformation. They know that for it to truly stick, there are some things that have to be completely ripped up. So mm-hmm. they will do, they, you'll lose your job, your car will break down, you'll have to move out of your apartment, you'll have to go someplace else, your boyfriend will break up with you. But at the end of it, you will get exactly what you needed because the angel knows the only reason why you don't have any of that is because there's all this in the way. So let's mm-hmm. clear this out of your way. But they're not recognizing like, okay, this is going to be a lot of pain for you. They're like, it's worth it. ultimately in the long term. And so I think sometimes people work with angels and think, oh, this is a safer bet. And like (laughs) working with my ancestors or somebody else because the angels are, they they want the best for me. And they do. They're angels. Right. Right. But they're... (laughs) But they're like, you know, it's... it's Heavy hitters. (laughs) At the end of it... They're like the they're like the being version of Moldavite, I feel like. Oh uh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> and they really do require you to do a lot of um, reflection. Um, they they're not they don't respond to people who are looking for quick fixes. Um, and I found that if you're looking for easy outs, um, they'll even ignore you, you know, mm-hmm. because they can tell when you're not ready or your your intentions are um, not pure I and mean, that's really how they really respond is they feel the emotional need that is tethered to the request and they're like okay this is how you want to be feeling in the end result how do i get you there right and that might come through a little bit of discomfort and some some trauma sometimes um you know it's kind of it kind of gives saturn return energy a little bit you know like uh you know we're learning all the lessons we're pulling back all the you know the layers we're putting antiseptic in there it might burn a little bit here and there but it's for your ultimate good you're eating all the raw foods that taste absolutely gross but (laughs) it's doing something so incredible for you underneath the surface that like at the end of it you're gonna be like wow like that kind of sucks a little bit but I am forever changed in a way that I never have to worry about asking for this intention again. Like my life mm-hmm. is greatly improved. And that's kind of why I like working with angels because I know that whatever it is that I ask for, they're gonna go in there and it's gonna stick. It's not mm-hmm. going to be something that will, 
you know, I get my one little intention, but then I have to come back in two weeks and ask for it again. Yeah. <laughs> They're addressing the core issue. And that's what, what Glamour Magic is doing as well. It's, it's addressing the core issue so that everything else that you layer on top of this work can be the, the accoutrement, the accessory mm. to a greater energy that lives within. Mm. That's beautifully said. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your course coming up and yes. how people can sign up for it and what it involves and how Absolutely. many spots you have left? Yes. So right now we're still in the early bird ticket stages, which means all of my early bird ticket holders will get um, free gifts, witchy mm -hmm. items, which I'm super excited about. So the course is four weeks. And each week is uh, broken up into certain categories of glamour magic. So we start the first week talking about intro to glamour magic, but self love and empowerment, right? And so we fine tune and rewrite our self concept. We start to explore our personal trauma. We do things like the apology letter, which is us kind of making a declaration in that moment, forgiving and apologizing for ways that we have not been true and honest and stood up for ourselves and making this declaration that we'll take this journey seriously in our transformation. And then I will also be guiding you through actual ritual spell work. So I'll be doing spells for the group to help them. We'll be working with angels, but we'll also be doing other types of rituals and things of that nature. Week two, we get into beauty and attraction and magnetism and all this juicy, seductive energies, right? Well, this is what we'll learn about how to imbue our makeup and our skincare. We'll learn about the difference between attraction, magnetism, and seduction, and how all those things can be used differently in the process of manifesting goals and desires. And we'll start making magical servitors that will help enhance the quality that we want to bring out in our glamour magic and play with things like colors and and all of that yummy infor information week three we get into power and influence in business how we bring this glamour magic into a way that will give us the control in our industry in our field and also to be able to have influence over other situations and people, right? So this is where we start talking about aura magic and streaming and things like enchantments and things of that nature, as well as money, right? Calling in money, calling in prosperity to our business. And then we wrap everything up with a final week, which is visibility and protection, where we talk about how to transmute uh, negative energies, especially when you start to shine more in your authentic light, you're gonna get the evil eye, you're going to get jealousy, you're going to get a lot of just whatever. How do we transmute that and turn that into raw energy and power for our own benefits? And how do we make ourselves, our ventures and things that we don't want people prying into invisible so that we can work on things without mm. having to worry about someone coming in and being like, what are you doing? Like, why have you been MIA or what what you what are you working on? You know, we can keep ourselves in case in a little bit of a bubble so that the work that we're doing gets done and we can really feel reserved in that and also defend ourselves from things like leaky auras and people who are energetic vampires, because when you really start when you really start going off with this work, there's just no avoiding it. Right. Like you're going to get you're going to get the bees to the honey and you're going to get the moths and you're going to get the flies. Right. So knowing how to 
sift those people away or those situations and keep your energy grounded and stable in the spaces that you're showing up in. We close it out with that. And again, each week I'll be doing spell work for the group in alignment with that lesson. Another really great thing about this course is that one, you get all of the lessons and the rituals and all that pre-recorded and the playback from the live rituals. So you'll always have access to this information. No matter what, I'm giving out a, uh, an, a Glamour Magic Planner that comes with this to help you track your four week uh, progress, as well as my Baddie Bruja Secrets book where I kind of share all of my witchy spells. And it's kind of like, you know, my little tell all, like slipping you the tea in Glamour <laughs> Magic. That. <laughs> um, and then I've paired with some really incredible witchy shops who are offering my students discounts um, to buy their supplies. So I'm working with Conjacardia and the Bronx Witch, Moonlight and Sage, a bunch of different really great um, brands who sell magical tools like candles and crystals and oils and things of that nature. So when you leave the course and you want to re-up on incense or you want to get whatever the case may be, you have those extra tools. I also provide a glass magic kit which gives you 25% off of your ticket that has candles oils and all the things that I use in my personal practice and I mean there's just like so much like there's just so many yeah. goodies like you know that I'll be providing um, and then you get community you know you get to meet other people who are um, doing this work as well and and be a part of the glamour witch crew um, and and really transform your life I mean I've I'm so excited to be doing this again but this is probably one of the bigger courses that I've done because I'm going to be doing the spell work with the students and not just teaching them the theory. Um, and then the collaboration with the other, which is in my community. I mean, I can't even believe how many of them were just like gung ho to get on board with this. And it just speaks another testament to the power of this work because I had no idea that they were interested in doing this. I just had a random idea. Every time I send someone a message, they're like, yes, please. Like, I would love to meet your students and to provide them services and to, to team up with you, you know, to expand the community even further. So this is if you're going to sign up for one, this is the time. I mean, you're getting so much stuff, yeah. you know, um, and again, you can go to my website, theglamourwitch.com, and that is where you will find um, the tickets. Of course, the early bird tickets cutoff is coming towards the end. I think it's the 29th is the cutoff for the early bird tickets. Um, I do offer payment plans as well. So this is a very budget friendly um, course so you know whatever your situation is you can still participate in it and again the actual class will start july 21st of uh, next month so right around okay. the corner i'm gonna do it amazing <laughs> yes. i can't wait to see you i'm so excited i was on the fence and so i was like well i'll be on the podcast you know i won't do the well, course but then when you say that i'm like now i'm gonna do the course it's gonna be oh my great. goodness i'm so happy to hear that you're gonna love it and then if you're an early bird ticket holder as well you'll get access to some free gifts such as the booty parlor i don't know if you guys have heard about them but they're no. a pheromone a luxury pheromone perfume company Oh, cool. absolutely amazing and so i'm i'm giving people their aphrodisiac lip gloss and their uh pheromone hair and body mist which i'll be teaching on how to enchant and imbue those items with magical intention so there's just so there's so much i'm like y'all better get on top of this because i can't guarantee <laughs> i'm gonna do this again. <laughs> it's amazing it's i know when i saw everything that you were offering i was like this has got to be a typo 
This is a lot. So that's why I didn't want to message you and be like, I don't understand. So (laughs) I'm glad that I was right in the, in the aspect of you are offering so much with this course. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's really amazing. This year has, it's been so abundant with opportunities and support Mm -hmm. that I, one, wanted to give back to my following who have been so supportive of me like I just recently had a surgery and I've been going through a lot in my personal life and so I've been getting a lot of love from my community and so this is kind of almost my way of giving back and being like I love you guys so much thank you for riding out for the ups and downs of my you know sometimes movie-esque type life (laughs) so this is uh, as depicted to us in in your origin story (laughs) oh and that's just one of the many stories i mean i could do a whole series on all the crazy witchy things I'm sure. And we'll have to have you back because I'm sure there's like so much more and you're such an amazing, like we said, storyteller and obviously so gifted at what you do and so in alignment with it because the whole time you were talking about it, I was like, that's all of this is happening to me right now as I'm listening to you talk. I'm like, I'm being like drawn in, you know, Mm -hmm. and so you obviously there's there's proof in the concept and (laughs) so for those of you guys who are watching on live and those of you like someone already said i want all of the stuff um (laughs) and people join us and people who are listening um make sure you jump on this and get in um early bird ticket um obviously this is an incredible opportunity and alexis the glamour witch thank you so much for being here we are so um happy to have you a part of this podcast and we'll we'll hear about it soon i guess yes thank you for having me yes thank Thank you so much much. and you're so grounded and you it make like an overwhelming concept really manageable and easy and you also have a really good ability of not making people feel stupid for you know something that they don't know so thank you so much for just being open and and grounded thank you thank you for that i received that i appreciate you you're so welcome thank you and uh that being said until next time keep on blooming If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast.com.